Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. It is Wednesday, so do not forget to not only acknowledge the space that you're in, but also hump someone you love. I have Theo here today. Thank God. So I'm all taken care of. You're going home to Bruce after this. You're all taken care of. That's all we could ask for. Yes. Acknowledge the space that you're in and inevitably you will hum someone you love. Yes. Once you do that acknowledgement. Nevertheless, you will hum. I, before we go any further, I need you to acknowledge the space that you're in. One in which you stand corrected. Eh. Eh. If you're watching on YouTube, Claudia's hair looks sickening the roots down. Okay. Yes. Yes. But it's not from the Dyson Air app. Like... Okay, so I, we all saw your TikTok. So yeah, I did this TikTok. We all saw your TikTok. I know. <laughs> I did this TikTok because I really wanted to give this stupid $600 blow dryer another chance because like I literally already spent the money and it's been sitting under my desk. And I got to work and the final product looked pretty good. Um, the final product was never seen again. Like literally when I got into bed at night, like my hair was back to natural. Yeah, it takes some maintenance. It's not perfect. So, but then don't charge me $600. If there's a learning curve, it's not perfect. And I have to redo it in the morning. So this morning I used a flat iron. Like I, I made, used other tools. But, so you didn't use the flip trick I, I taught you? No, I used my Revlon round brush, which by the way, like $50. The Dyson Airwrap wishes she could be the Revlon one step. Well, we all saw your TikTok and it looked amazing. I know. And, and now I feel like you, I, put, I put out misinformation. Even though you begrudgingly like had a sickening hairdo, you couldn't stop the results from being what they were. No, I know. And like, I, I wanted to be wrong. Like I spent that money. I want to have an easy time doing my hair. Okay. So you're saying you're done with the Dyson. Like I don't see a reason to keep her. Because I have a number of people in my DMs who sent me their addresses, who want you to send it to me them. Me too. Once I decide to fully let go from it, I'm literally just going to choose someone and like surprise them with it. I think that's really nice. I'll clean it first. I've only used it like four times. I think that's great. And I haven't used most of the extensions. Great. Everybody wins. So I just don't like, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I'll say. Like, I don't know. I'm in this like really kind of confusing space. And I don't know how to acknowledge the space that I'm currently in because I can't really define the space like how I'm feeling. Well, you know, that in itself is a space. So true. The space Limbo. Of, the space of confusion. Purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. So take your time. It'll it'll solve itself. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, now I have a new haircut. So like, I'm just kind of figuring out how to style it. And I thought the Dyson Airwrap would like truly enlighten the new haircut. And if anything, I'm left more confused. Well, uh, your hair looks great today. Thank and you. And so whatever you did or learned, keep doing and learning. Revlon. And, great. But you never styled it like this before. So like it took Well, because you, no, it's my short hair. I only style it like this when I have short hair. 
It looks great. Regardless. Thank you so much. So thank you. Thank you for the encouragement on the journey. I truly appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm nothing if not encouraging. So true. Unlike you, who is just not encouraging my wellness journey. Okay. Tell, tell them. Okay. Tell them. Tell them, and I bet they'll agree with me. <laughs> so tell I, them. <laughs> so, yes. Jackie's been accusing me of not She's being supportive. She's screaming at me to tell them. Jackie's being accusing me of I not being supportive. To I just wanted them. to set the stage. Sorry. Okay. So I said yesterday that I was going to go to a wellness retreat. Like my friend had recommended it and I did a little research and it looks so fabulous. And I know two people who went there and love it. Utterly fabulous. Really expensive though, but I was going Insane. to- I was going to make peace with the price. And so I reached out at, but they're completely booked until July, which like doesn't help me. I want to go in two weeks. I need which to was get, a blessing because it's literally an insane amount of money to right, spend on a week. Right. I even need, even I, on a vacation, like- Right. I need to get my wellness like on and pop it. On fleek. So I'm wanting to go sooner. But now that like I, I started to like think about going on a wellness retreat, I was like, wow, I really want to do this. So You're I was hooked on phonics. Like- I was hooked on wellness. So I started, but also when I say wellness, like it's also just like I want to get, like it's a getting in shape. Like sort a Canyon Ranch. Yeah, like a lose weight, feel great, clear your mind. Body mentally, and soul. And body and soul. Exactly. It's mental and it's yeah. physical. So it's both. Um, it's not just like a healing trip where I'm going to do like yoga. No, no. You want to like, you want to wanna... do fitness and I'm going to eat right. You want to go to fat camp for a week. Yes. So I'm going to get my mind and my body right. Um, so I was really like excited to do this one, but then I couldn't get a slot. So I started doing some research and I found a different program that I'm not going to like put. No, don't put them on loss. Right. No, because I'm, I still might do it. You're just like not being supportive. But I found a program that's literally just like a weight loss camp for a week. Um, and it looks like so great and serious. And I want to go. I want to go. They have a spot for me. No, okay. The week that I want to go. By the way, I support you because this one's reasonably priced. And if you want to be a freak and spend an entire week like in a torture chamber, like that's on you. I am supportive of that. What I'm not supportive of is you trying to get me to come with you. Oh, I mean, I gave up on that. I tried. I tried. No, I ha- Zach would come with me. He Fabulous. said, he said, like, if I couldn't find someone to come with me, that he would come. And, and That's it, his job as a husband. And like, it's, it's pet friendly, so Bruno's coming too. By the way, I am supportive of this journey. You I'm are. Not, this is 25% I heard, of the price. I heard you in Cinturat drinks last night just, like, talking about how crazy it was. No. Oh, looking did at, you fucking snitch? <laughs> looking at the Instagram account. Oh, my God. That <laughs> fucking bitch. Okay, ready? I did not, she brought it up, Margo. And she was like, she's like, she's trying to get me to come with. I'm like, yeah, she already started on me. Like, she knows. I literally called Ben. I I called everyone. I said, Jackie knows better than like, first of all, I don't do things I don't want to do. And I certainly don't go to weight loss retreats. So like, I'm literally the last person (laughs) in the family who would literally ever go. And Margo's actually like a, a decent candidate to be persuaded by you. I thought so too. But so she was like adamant. And so she was trying to tell me to like lay to tell you to like lay off of her. So I can't believe she would even fucking bring that up. Interesting. And I was just like, this new place, we were talking about how when you wanted to spend the money at the fancy place, like we thought you were fucking crazy. Okay. And then with this place, like happy for you, but we did look up some pictures of the facility and it does appear to be, you know, a cabin in the woods. So it's that's rustic. all I'm saying. It's rustic. Okay. It's Live, campy. As long as you know what you're signing up for and like no one is going to like sell you into a cult, then go and live your best life. I have been supportive of that. I've just been looking out for your finances. Sorry. Okay, fine. I just would really like to feel some supportive energy as I, as I try to make this decision. I know, but you know what? And now that I, and no, no, you know no, what, no, morning, no, no. This morning I was leaning towards like maybe not going because it does feel extreme. But now that I've said it on the show, like I think I need to 
I think I have to go. No, the thing is, is that I have actually not been unsupportive at all. I've just been kind of like realistic, which I know is like not what you want to hear. Um, and I think maybe you like coming at me saying I'm being unsupportive is kind of what you're feeling inside. Like maybe I shouldn't go. No. And you're trying to blame me. No, I'm just looking for like one person to like encourage me because it's it, like it's a big decision to make, you know? For sure. Okay. So I'm just looking for like I want to be encouraged to go. And so when everyone's like being a bunch of naysayers. Well, also, you know, this is what counselor and I were saying. Like, I just worry about your expectations because like you are only going to be away for like six days, whatever. And like one of them is a travel day. So like, you know, you're not really going to be there for so long. Oh, the expectations of the weight loss you mean. No, of just like you said you're going to come out a different person. Like it's only a week. Even like on the, you know, best, most healthiest journey, you're still the same person a week later. So like. I don't think I'm going to come out a new person. I think it's going to jumpstart something for me that I've been having a hard time jumpstarting myself. Okay. I support anything you want to do that's financial and financially reasonable. Okay. Um, and this new facility is. Um, I don't think you'll have a good time but sometimes self-care looks like hard work go for it okay thank you for this about face what does that mean changing of the way that <laughs> i have not said anything different than i've been saying to you all week i did not i, I, I will be i will be very I outspoken maybe i did not like, support you know the first what? place maybe it's just like it was lost in like communication over facetime i wasn't feeling supported but like here face to face but I, I don't really know how you could say you weren't feeling supported because, first of all, I support you and I wanted to look out for you and I think you spending that money on the first place was so silly. Okay. And we agree on that, right, now? Mm, I don't know. I think you get what you pay for. <laughs> okay, that. But then the second thing was, like, you coming for me, asking me to go with you. Like, that was kind of crossing a line in my book. Okay. Um, sorry that I want to spend time with you. That's not what it is. You just don't want to go to a place alone, like, in case they murder you. So, like, now I have to get murdered, too, because you wanted to lose five pounds. Like, yeah. that's not worth it. Um, I don't know. I think that's being a good sister. It's honestly going above and beyond as a sister. And I think we all know. Above like, and beyond the call. Yes. I'm not that type of sister. You are. Yes. Yeah, so that's why I was just like hoping someone could be that for me. But no. You're asking fine. a lot. Like you really are. It's fine. I'm going to make peace with the journey. And now that I've said it out loud on the show, I think I have to go. Okay. And it will be an experience and I will be vlogging it. <laughs> of course. Of course. If anything, do it for the vlog. 100%. <laughs> so in this one month of patreon you'll get our Krispy Kreme Toll House pie vlog which the Toll House pie was finally delivered today that's what we've been waiting transit, for so we are filming it today it just got delivered so you'll get your Krispy Kreme vlog and your weight loss journey vlog and if you're ever curious as to why we have to go on weight loss journey vlogs, it's you'll, because... You'll refer to the Krispy Kreme Right, vlog. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, well, it's also Wednesday, so we have Dear Toasters, which I'm super excited about, our advice segment. So that'll be at the end of the show. And Real Housewives of Dallas was on last night. And it was actually a pretty good episode. It was pretty good. I caught up, so I'm kept abreast. And yeah, I have some thoughts about Oklahoma. I have Me some as thoughts well. about Carrie. Got it. I have thoughts about Carrie, thoughts on um, our possible move to Oklahoma. I think that's the place for us. Yeah. No, I think you might be onto something. No, I think Stephanie Holman might have been onto something when she decided to be born there. <laughs> yeah. No, she did that. Um, so, yeah, what else did you do yesterday? I don't, like, yesterday was like a blur. What did I it do? It was, like, busy. I, I did a lot of errands, and I, I did, like, a lot of stuff that I've been putting off, you know, like, 
Ben literally posted a meme yesterday that spoke to my soul. Yes. Um, where it was like... You wait 16 days to do a task. Not even 16 days. Like six months to do a task that took you 15 minutes and you learn nothing from it and then you're no. going to do it that way again. <laughs> but yesterday, like, I did do oh. a bunch of stuff I had been putting off. What'd you do? Um, I just, like, I... Well, actually, it wasn't that productive because I had to pick up a prescription, but the line was really long, so I left. Okay. Dropped off some things at the dry cleaning. Literally one sweater that's been waiting to go to dry cleaning since November. Dry cleaning is, like, the most annoying errand because, first of all, it's going to keep accruing, so I might as well just, like, keep the pile going. I know, but it's, like, if, if I'm getting a dry clean, it means, like, I wore it, which means it's, like, one of five things that I enjoy wearing. I know. And I need it back. But also, I hate dry cleaning because I hate getting dry cleaning back like having to unwrap so much paper plastic wire hanger finding a new fresh hanger hanging it up like it's a, then it's like a job for me mm-hmm. so I'd but rather not just, for me I'd rather just never wear that sweater again yeah no but I've been needing the sweater like I every know. outfit has been calling for the sweater yeah. when you guys see it you'll know it like you'll know it when you see it speaking of sweaters I got a new one cool. that I'm wearing today speaking of sweaters um this one's old it looks cute Thanks. nonetheless oh my time hop is starting to trigger me like hardcore now can anyone relate to this because i guess this time last year we were like peak activities in quarantine so like literally my um my time hop is reminding me of like all the puzzles all the meals rupaul's drag race remember when i was knitting like oh my god i'm feeling so triggered i don't know what to do like i can't look at time hop anymore you know what it's about to get worse because we still haven't hit zoom toast in time hop we were, we were still in studio so at least like you were leaving the house and getting yeah. dressed and like it was still in like semi-normal the, looking the fun like quirky phase and then zoom toast comes along and this is something we're gonna have to deal with every year for the rest of our lives like time hop is seriously i might have to delete it just because it's not like a certain time of year where we'll get the quarantine it'll be all fucking year yeah but maybe you just eventually delete all the pictures from your phone so that there aren't so many coming up in your time hop. It's really triggering. Like, delete this year from your phone. Yeah. Think about it. I will. Speaking of things to think about, Redhead Madness finals are underway. Top two, Before We Were Strangers versus Girl With No Job. The preliminary polls are showing that Before We Were Strangers is going to take the win. I'm not. Like, of course, like, I'm a little. Like, of course, you always want to win. Of, of course. course. But, like, okay, well. I'm a little bit more disappointed than I thought I would be because I really like it really was an honor to be nominated. But then I'm like, what if I just took this whole thing? But I didn't because that's not me. And that's fine. I'm a first time author. And, you know, before I wrote my book, I could barely read. So this is truly an honor. Thank you to the Redheads community for always supporting me. And honestly, even just to be on the same bracket as some of these esteemed authors is so humbling and and gratifying in so many ways. So I just want to say thank you. And even though I couldn't win this time, I'm really, I am at peace with that. Like, I really am. And I'm just so honored to have made it to, even past the first round, like, is a huge deal for me. So, so you're number you. two out of 18, which That's is insane. pretty darn good, especially because we have some, we've read some really good books. And you told me that I made the semifinals, which was top four. And like, with, for that, like, I was happy, like, I did not need to move. I needed, I didn't, did not need to advance to another round. Yeah, then I made did. it one more round. So, oh, two more rounds. So like, no, one more round. Yeah. So I'm really going to acknowledge the space that I'm in and feel really positive about it. So thank you to the Redheads community. I love you guys. And also, we think that you've been awarded Miss Congeniality amongst the authors. Oh, really? Well, yeah, there's been so many authors come on the show. Um, so it's <laughs> nice to, you know, kind of win that. Yeah, you know, just the small things. It is what it is. It is what it is. So thanks, everyone, for voting. And that was really fun. Yeah, it was. It was like a good activity for us. It was. What do we good- do next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now I'm going to, like, go through all the scores and, and rate Tonk 10. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so that was fun, and 
I started a new book last night. Mm. I can't remember the name, but it's about Napoleon's wife, mm. I think. I don't know. So far, so good. Ooh. Little Tudor French vibes. Revolution drama. Tudor vibes. No, it's actually like Bonaparte vibes. Oh, Louis Bonaparte. No, what's his name? <laughs> Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, happy for you. Thanks. Now that I am. And I think we should dive in because there's with, a lot to cover. I do. I think without further ado, do, 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 do. where are you? Last day, yesterday, I called her Thelma when her name is Velma. You called her Velma when her name is Thelma. <laughs> For real? And now you called her Thelma. When her name, name is Velma. Velma. <laughs> Which is no, her name? No, but it's Thelma. What is it? But you said Velma. Her name her is name Thelma? Her name is Thelma. <laughs> no. Her name is Velma. Velma. But I said Thelma. I'm and sorry, Velma, for calling you Thelma. Nope. Nope. No, wait. <laughs> this is Chris Pine. What the fuck is her name? Velma. Velma. Yeah. I said... Okay. Today's episode. Oh, wait, did you do? No, no, no. Oh. Sorry. Without further ado, uh, do, 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 where are you? Just we end there. called her Thelma or Velma. And her name is Thelma or Velma. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Without further ado, do, 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 it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Hit him with that crunch. <laughs> Okay, let me uh, take a wild guess. What's today's episode brought to you by? Hmm. Well, if we were just singing do to do to do, then the next association would be brooded do to do. Thank you so much. Brings us to the brooded do to douche. Douche. It should come as a shock to absolutely no one that today's episode is brought to you by Bruch, the official toothbrush of the Morning Toast and the Toaster community. The best electric toothbrush on the market, says me, says Jackie, and says thousands of happy Morning Toast customers. Bruch is a very reasonably priced electric toothbrush. Some electric toothbrushes on the market can go for over $200, which is kind of insane to spend on a toothbrush. But Bruch has got your back because it's very reasonably priced, lasts very long, is super well-designed, very sleek, and it's everything you need to make your bathroom counter just like Yeezy level uh, sickness. Sickening the counters down. The brush itself comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks and it comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also have a subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you a new replacement head every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. The design is very sleek. Their electric toothbrush has a modern aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend driven seasonal colors and it looks great on your bathroom counter. Get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use the promo code toast at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code toast at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. That's promo code toast at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Join the thousands of happy toasters and customers who have changed their life, their gums, their teeth, their breath, thanks to Bruch. Bruch.com. Love it. Okay, first story. Andy Cohen announces a Watch What Happens Live special with the Real Housewives children. So before we even dive into the cast, like I just want to talk about this conceptually because I have a lot of problems with the cast. Oh. Ma- mainly one, Brooks Marks. Um, Let's dive into the cast. But I just want to say, like, as an idea, like, who, whoever came up with this idea like is an absolute genius because I was just on TikTok getting old clips from Watch Happens Live live in Los Angeles and it was just like such an event and it was like we haven't had that in so long like BravoCon it was just a genius 
And we just need something fresh. Yes. And I love this idea. My only gripe with it is that it's probably going to be virtual, which just like takes um, away from the excitement of all these kids getting together, like and meeting who knows, like Brielle Avery Berman. and Frank Catania, like getting along. No, Brielle and Frank. Yeah. I see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brielle and Frank forever. Oh my God, totally. But you're right. Now that I know. You're right. I didn't even think about that. It's definitely on Zoom. And so, so um, let's get into the cast. But I also think that this is going to be a Mother's Day special. That seems to yes, make sense. Yes. Okay. Andy announced that he's hosting a Bra- Bravo Kids episode of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen that's set to feature Kim Zolciak's daughter, Brielle Berman. Oh, Brielle Berman? <laughs> She's Jewish now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go off. Like, Brielle Berman. Perfect for this. OG has been through a lot of different seasons on Bravo. She and has, she has her own show. Yeah. And she's everything of the sort. Done. Riley Burris, who's Candy's daughter. Loves. Same energy as Brielle. Been there forever. Has a personality. Like, we love to see it. Love to see it. Dolores' son, Frankie Catania. Everything of the sort. Yeah. I hope he wears one of those tuxedo, tuxedos from... Mel's Owens. Mel- <laughs> How do you remember that? It's just... If you guys were around, that's what I'm here for. In the toast era, for the Malzone era, like that was like honestly my favorite time to be alive. Hundred percent. Teresa's daughter Gia Judice. Perfect. Same as Brielle Bierman and Icon. I think it was a great selection. Vicky's daughter Brianna Culberson. So yeah, she's not a kid. That's the thing. She has kids. So I get it's like their parents were Bravo, but I didn't like Brianna even when she Brianna when even when she was on the show. Um, and I just. I, I didn't. I wasn't pleased with the selection. Even yeah. though she is like the quintessential OG Bravo child, like she grew up on the show. Yes, but one, I agree. Like so far, everyone's around the same age. Like what romances are going to be popping off? And this seems like a road Random. choice. Plus, Vicky's not even housewife anymore. So like you guys made oh, that decision. True. Also, and Gina Keough. Next, Gina Keough's son Shane. Another one, same exact thought process. Yeah, but now it's like bringing me back to like those early seasons of. OC when like it was literally all about the kids and it was like so crazy. Yeah. Luann's daughter, Victoria. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Caroline Manzo's sons, Albie and Chris. They're so funny. They have such great personalities. I cannot wait for them. Okay. But like the same exact thing could be said, which is like they're old and older and their mom's not on the show. Okay. True. But they're in... They're not as old as Brianna, and they don't have kids. So, like, something about... I don't think they no, have kids. No, I, I agree. There's something I, about them doesn't bother me, but something about Brianna does. Sorry, I don't, why do I have to explain myself? <laughs> okay, I just wanted you to, like... No, know. no, I know. I'm just coming up with reasons. I just, like, I'm not... I'm just, like... No, no, I completely agree with you. I just okay. wanted to call us out on our own hypocrisy. Uh, biases, yeah. No, yeah. I definitely... I, I, do we not know this? Like, I'm literally the most hypocritical bitch on this planet. Okay, cool. Meredith Sunbrooks. So this is where I really have a problem. Let me tell you why. Not only, not because I don't like Brooks, because I don't like Brooks, but that's not why. Like, I just think it's like, this is meant to be like a celebration of history. And Brooks is just like, just got here. Like, yeah, he hasn't earned his stripes yet, even though he put them on his tracksuits. You know, I literally was four inches away from buying a tracksuit yesterday. It would honestly look so good on And it would look good. Um, for a sweatshirt, literally from American Apparel and sweatpants from American Apparel, uh, two hundred dollars. No, thank you. Each one seventy five and no one twenty five and like seventy five for the pants. Like it added up to like over two hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, this is like a practical joke, but at what expense? No, I know. No, literally, literally. Um, I agree with you. Like everyone else has been on the show multiple seasons, knows each other, like, paid their dues. Yeah. We and Brooks just it's. He's not at that level yet. No, and honestly, like, so much of what I hope they ask is, like, what was it like, like, going to school and, like, 
being a kid when all of this was happening and Brooks doesn't know he doesn't he dropped out of college and he's been on it for one year yeah like I want to hear what it was like for Avery Singer to go to these like snooty you know Upper East Side private schools when her mom was like getting drunk on television like how does that work yeah Cynthia Bailey's daughter Noelle live for her she's gorgeous mm-hmm. Ramona's daughter Avery perfect like perfect and Sheree's son Cairo Oh, okay. So for the most part, I think they did a really good job with casting. I just have like a huge issue with Brooks Marks. Yeah, I agree. But if everything else, you know, is good, then I'm not going to harp on the one. Me too. On the one. And I think this will be great. I just really wish it were in person because like I think so many love connections could form. Could be made. And even friendships. Yeah, no, but there's definitely something a brewing between Brielle and Frank. Frankie, yeah. Excuse me. I... I ship. And, like, are the parents going to, like, be involved at all? Like, I wish it was in studio so, like, the parents could be in the audience. Like, that would be funny. Yeah. And why? That's, like, in New York now, like, you can gather in groups of less than 50 yeah, or something. Yeah, they film reunions. I mean, maybe it will be in person. Right. I'm just assuming it will be virtual. But let's hold out hope that it will be in person. That would be so enjoyable And also in May. Because now I think I was watching. I wasn't watching. But New York One just, like, happened to be on. And I think I heard them say that um, every adult in New York is now eligible for the vaccine. Um. April. They moved it to now everyone over 30. Oh, yeah. As of yesterday. Everyone over 16. Every yeah. adult. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, why not do it in May? Yeah. Hopefully. That would be fabulous. I love this idea. I love the cast for the most part. And I hope Andy's excited. Because, you know, sometimes when you're watching Watch It Happens Live, you can feel that Andy would literally rather be anywhere else but his own studio. <laughs> um, and it's, like, frustrating. And that really happens a lot with, like, the Bravo people. Not with, like, true celebrities. So, I hope he um, is in a good mood that day. Yeah. I think he will be. This is the first of its kind, and I think he will enjoy the process. Yeah. So if you want to submit questions, head over to his Facebook page. And also Twitter now. They just um, put Opened it, it up. Yeah. Okay, next up, a little new relationship news. Sophia da- Richie is dating someone new, and her family approves. Oh, okay. Well, so- they didn't approve last time. Sophia- well, I think eventually they did. But it's Lionel just like- took a while to come around. As he should. Sophia Richie has a new man in her life. A source tells Entertainment Tonight that the 22-year-old model is dating Elliot Grange, a music executive. Okay, businessman Bo. A businessman Bo. Oh. They have been friends for years, and Elliot is also close with Sophia's brother, Miles. The source says of Richie's 26-year-old brother, it's very nice for, for Sophia to b- date someone who her family approves of and likes. So How old is this man? The article does not specify. That mm. was, of course, like my first question. Yeah. But I'm going to venture to guess he's around 26 because he's, he's friends with a brother. brother. Right. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm really happy for her. Like, I, it must be tough that, like, Scott moved on so publicly and so fast. Um, And I like that she's taking this kind of, like, low-key approach with a businessman, but I have a lot of respect for that. And I really like Sophia. Also, the last person that she was spotted out with was also a businessman, Bo, I believe. Hmm. So she clearly is Has into businessmen. And maybe she, like, saw, you know, the life of, like, a star and didn't want that. So now she went to the other side of the industry. Yeah, for sure. Music Love that for her. industry executive. Um, the entire Music. Hamlin um, family is on vacation. And I'm, like, so curious if Scott is there. Are they in Miami? They were somewhere tropical. Well, Scott was in Miami, I think. So, like, I'm just curious. I couldn't, like, yes, I'm curious. Like, I just want to know, but I'm not going to do any sort of, like, stalking, investigating. Like, I'm not going to support this in any way. No, me neither. And, like, I really hope Lisa, like, kind of has to, um, like, explain it on 
the new season of Beverly Hills because they've been together for a while and it's definitely going to come up at some point in the filming. Yeah. And like, what do you have any concerns about the fact Lisa's like so obsessed with fame, the hustle, like she, and she probably like is living for the fact that her daughter's dating someone so famous, but like there is like an actual concern about like how young she is and how old he is. And I'm curious if she's even going to address that. Yeah. But also Delilah and Amelia have been on the show before. So now that they're like actually in the headlines, like that would be the time to come on the show. Right. Like not before we didn't know who you were. Like now we like live for you, like give us more. Yeah. I live. Oh. I, I do. Sure. Lisa really saw the Bella and Gigi um, model, like, take off, and she, want, like, wanted the same thing. But that's not what she got. No, no, no. But, like, it was very much appeared to be, like, the same type of yes. setup. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think Bravo wanted that, too. Yeah, no. I mean, it was so great for Bravo. Like, the fact... This is why I love Bravo. The fact that Gigi Hadid was on the biggest supermodel in the world, was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for multiple seasons and, like, was doing photo shoots for guests and, like, complaining about how she was hungry and her mom said she could only eat almonds. Like, that is a cultural phenomenon. And, like, the fact that we kind of lived through it, like, we are so lucky. Yeah. It was iconic. Mm -hmm. And so many, like, young girls, myself included, like, became obsessed with Gigi from that show. Yeah. Good times. Crazy times. Those were good times. That was like the peak of Beverly Hills. The dream team. The dream team. Brandy, Lisa Vander. I can't believe I used to love Lisa Vanderpump. Like those were just like the glory days. Those were the glory days. Like Brandy, I loved her so much. I loved Yolanda. And I loved her, them two and Lisa like as a unit. But then it all really kind of fell apart when Brandon Glanville started making like nasty comments to Yolanda about Bella Hadid's DUI at age 14, you know? Oh. They were sitting by their pool, you know? Yeah. And that house was... So iconic. The yeah. fridge, the grass, the argyle grass in the backyard. Oh, I would do anything to live in that house. But then, like, not, it turned, like, now looking at it all in hindsight, like the David Foster of it all, like, it was not anything of the sort, like, between them, you know? No, but what it we were watching. It wasn't sustainable. No, of course not. But what we were watching was truly, like, just a fantasy. Yeah. And I, lo- I loved living in the fantasy, but fantasies don't last forever. No, they don't. Clearly. Are you ready for our next story? Pete Davidson is moving out of his mom's house. It must be getting serious. I got a pad. Pete Davidson, at 27 years old, has officially left the nest. Oh, my God. Pete Davidson and I are, like, the same age? Yeah. That's crazy. Do you think he was older or younger? Older. Oh, no, but he's, like, known for being young. But, like, now the young guy is 27, so, like, we're all getting old. Yeah, right. Like, I'm, I'm old. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. He's moved into a place of his own two years after buying a home with his mom, Amy. He shared on TikTok that, quote, I just moved out of my mom's house. I'm fully out. I got a pad. The brief clip showed his living area. I had tall windows, a large TV, and a few pictures. Did it look like the city? Like No, it's in Staten Island. Oh, my God. I love how he's, like, so obsessed with his hometown. Yeah. I mean, I do think it's time, even though, like... <laughs> He converted the hell out of his mom's basement. Like, I, I saw a tour once for, like, a Netflix to promote his stand-up special. Yeah. He did, like, a tour, like, a crib-style tour for Netflix's Instagram. And it was, like, super nice. Like, it was decked the fuck out. Like, you would never know it was his mom's basement in Staten Island. Like, it looked like a penthouse. Like, you know, framed basketball jerseys everywhere. Like, video games. Like, it was, like, sick. Um, so I hope, like, he took all that with him because it was looked like an expensive, you know, journey. Yes. Yeah, or maybe he kept it so he has, like, you know, somewhere to go if he ever wants to crash there. Also, like, he is dating Phoebe from like, Daphne. One of the Bridgerton. most eligible bachelorettes in Hollywood. Like, I don't think she's going to Staten Island to see Pete Davidson at his mom's house, you know? I mean, I don't even think she's going to Staten Island, period. Just saying. Yeah, but, like, she must be if they're dating. Yeah. No, like, Pete Davidson must be, like, really hot if, like, she's going to... She's taking the ferry, you know? (laughs) 
Hundred percent. There's only one way to get to Staten Island: the ferry. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. But so they're really cute. They're a cute couple. Everybody's shipping. I know, but like, can we get a picture of them? Like, how do we know that they're actually dating? There's just so many headlines. I've not seen them in the same no. room. The last time I doubted like a relationship just because of the headlines. It was Let me guess. About Pete Davidson. Oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just like, there's no fucking way that right. this is true, and I was so fucking wrong. So no, this is believable. But like, we're talking about it so much, and I haven't seen a goddamn photo. Yeah. Where is it? Show us photos. Yeah. Show us photos. Maybe it's like an online relationship. Right, like pen pals. That's cute. Really cute. Have you ever had a pen pal? I don't think so. No, me neither. Hmm. I feel like I missed out on something. Why don't you ask for one? Yeah. Or I can start writing to inmates. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. And they get married like via mail. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's a good journey for you. Yeah, I think so too. Are you ready for our next story? It's so many components of your least favorite things. Ugh. I couldn't help but choose it. Okay. Aaron Rodgers holds Shailene Woodley's at close Disney World. while enjoying Disney World together. Yeah, okay. I it's the most magical place on earth with the cutest duo for Claudia Asher and Opposite Day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did I say I don't like them as a couple? Um, you're just, like, not about them. I just, I don't understand them. I understand them, but I'm just, like, not about them personally. And that's fine. I'm so happy for, like, them, and I hope that they have a lasting relationship. And then they're enjoying a fun-filled Easter weekend together at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Were they with any nieces or nephews, like, young kids or just two adults? It didn't appear nieces and nephews. It did not appear that there were nibblings on site. Cool, okay. So, um, I really don't want to get into this like whole thing because I had like a community of people like attack me when I spoke out against adults who go to Disneyland. And by the way, like that's fine. Like if you want to go to Disneyland on Easter, like for a special occasion, like that's fine. I was really talking about like the people who like go like almost every weekend and like move to Orlando to be near the parks and like, you know, and like know all these special facts about Disneyland and World. Like, that's more what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is like a fine activity. They appear to just be like looking cute. Um, so, although I, I definitely was triggered by the photos, I didn't really have a problem with them choosing this as an Easter activity. Like, that's what Disneyland is for, like special occasions, not like, you know, every weekend. Okay, I think that's fair. Me too. And the pictures are really cute. I know, they look really cute. I like loved her outfit, even though I was like wondering how hot she was, because like, they went to L.A. or Orlando. Either Orlando. way. So fucking hot. Like, yeah. And a long sleeve turtleneck and big chunky jeans and Doc Martens. Like, that is a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's really true. So that's what I was thinking about. But I thought they looked cute in their matching hats. And they've been, like, really, like, active on social now. Just, like, kind of, like, flaunting their relationship. Which means they're, like, comfortable. And, like, I actually really have grown to... Um, Appreciate? No, less than that. <laughs> like, what'd you say? Tolerate. To- yes tolerate you know the relationship because at first I'm like this makes no sense and like honestly this will be over in a second but now they're like really kind of standing the test of time and being like cute and stuff and I just am obsessed with Aaron Rodgers so like I trust him and I like know nothing about Shailene Woodley but I what I do know is that like her and I would not be friends you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I don't think there's actually a single person on this earth who I have less in common with and like would have less to talk about like she would hate me and like I would probably hate her too you know what I mean yes like she's like you know got so famous and so rich and like gave up all of her material items like that's literally the last thing I would do like if I became like a mega star rich celebrity like the opposite so we just like are different types of girls so that's why I didn't really like understand it but it's also like you couldn't ever be like her because you're not like other girls so there that's what we discovered yesterday yeah you're right so like, there couldn't be a girl who was like you I'm just like not like other girls but you, you know, know what I think Shailene is also not like other girls she's definitely but not in a way that's different, different from the way that you're not like other girls of course because we're not like each other right yeah no I completely agree yeah so this is like 
cute. This is cute. I'm, I'm not like building a ship by any means, no, but I will let them through my port. A hundred percent. I will let them through my Suez Canal. That literally sounds like so phallic. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not personally here for like them. Cause I'm, I'm not, I don't like, I'm not obsessed with one of them on their own, but I do always appreciate like the convergence of different aspects of fame. Yes. Like sports and film. Yeah. So to me, I like that. And Aaron Rodgers has been just like in the news a lot because he's been one of like the most popular guest hosts on Jeopardy. Oh, I've been seeing. And I just think it's so interesting, like because there's also this clip that's gone viral of one um, they did like Celebrity Jeopardy. He was on with Mr. Wonderful and someone else as contestants. And there's this clip because he got like literally every answer in a row, like from history to English. Like it was actually so impressive. And so now he's just like kind of like a Jeopardy icon, and he's really well liked as the um, guest host. And I know, like, there's a lot of, you know, things up in the air, like, guest host. Like, his name, like, he, I mean, he's busy, obviously, but, like, he could do it. Wow, that's so interesting. It sounds to me like he's not like other guys. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> not like other guys. And honestly, he's not like other NFL players, like, at all. Yeah. That's the vibe that I've gotten in trying to understand. The Rodgers of it all. The Rodgers. And then there's also, like, the whole other added element. Like, where do we land with the Rodgers family, the Jordan and JoJo of it all? Like, are they talking that other brother, Luke, who, like, didn't play professional sports but had the same haircut as them? And, like, all that drama where they, like, were, you know, yelling at each other for not calling their mom on Easter last year. Like, where did we land with that? And then this Easter, he went to Disney World. Without his family. Yeah. And do we know what Jordan and JoJo did? They they look like they've been on vacation last I saw. I don't follow them. I follow JoJo. They, they were on vacation. Do we have, speaking of The Bachelor, do we have the story about Lauren and Ari's update? No, because I wasn't going to dignify them with another But let's just address it because we gave them a story yesterday basically saying they announced they're moving to Hawaii. When they, they did a whole vlog that said, we're moving to Hawaii. And now they're coming out on their Instagrams and being like, oh my God, like, sorry, we caused so much confusion. Like, we're not moving to Hawaii. We're just getting a vacation house. That's not news. Like, you didn't need to vlog that. No. And you didn't need to be so misleading. I feel stupid, misled. It kind of feels like they misled us on purpose. Like just like make headlines. Yeah. So I, yeah, just correction. They're not moving. to update you. It's just an issuing a correction, but I'm not spending more time talking about it because I feel so bamboozled. What about um, Rachel and Matt? Is that a story? No. What's the latest? On Dumois, they were spotted in New York together yesterday. What? Yeah. It's shocking. It is groundbreaking. It is is earth shattering. Blurry from the back, but But this photo is a photo. Yeah. Oh my God, no, I did not see that. So if you're in New York, like Matt lives downtown, keep your eyes peeled. Peel. Maybe we need to do some on the boots on the ground investigation. Also, just like keep your eyes abreast. Definitely. Jeez, definitely. Keep your breasts alive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fifth and final story rapper Will I Am is selling a smart mask for $299. Oh, but when we sold $25 masks, (laughs) it was out of touch. Yeah. Remember that? Rapper Will I Am wants to make face masks a high-end, high-tech statement. The Black Eyed Peas oh member... Oh my God, I'm so bothered by this. No, like, me too. The Black Eyed Peas <laughs> member announced this week he's teaming up with Honeywell to launch Zuper Mask. It's Super Mask, but it's with an X. I'm saying Zuper Mask. Yeah, that's probably right. Or it's Super Mask. <laughs> and you have to go like this with your head. Super Mask. A $299 mask with tons of bells and whistles, in addition to dual three-speed fans and HEPA filters, a type of oh. mechanical air filter. It features I might purchase Bluetooth connectivity, LED day glow lights, noise-canceling audio, and microphone capabilities, seven hours of battery life, and a magnetic earbud docking system. It also comes with adjustable straps. 
This is the Zuper Mask. Oh, it's kind of cute. Like mask, headphones, tech, robotics. And it's like it has a fan for your mouth. Yeah, so I guess it has like a filtration system. So here's the thing. Like, honestly, this sounded dumb when you first ex- described it, but now it's like, okay, that, I could see people like needing that or wanting it. But I'm like, like, I'm a little nervous. Like, people are now like making more masks because like, when are we done with the masks? Like, I thought like, this isn't <laughs> I like I thought a we're fir- on our way no, out this of maskdom. And I know, I heard Fauci say like, even if you're double vaccinated and like everyone in the room is vaccinated and you're standing outside. There's like, nine nine people in a room. Yeah, like you still have to wear the mask. Like I heard that. But we eventually <laughs> plan to not wear masks, right? So I was just like, what was disheartening to me about this story is that like, there's new mask companies coming out, which means like we're not no, close like, to being done with like masks. There's an investment investments being made in the mask industry. And that when it worries feels like me. The mask industry should be on the decline. Right, no, no, like mask sales should be going they had down. Their, they had their time. No, I'm just confused. And I'm sure like there's a whole CDC Who article about it. But like- I'm for, sure there's really not. For me, I'm just like, isn't the point of, you know, moving out of the pandemic, like hopefully to never wear masks again. Like if this is going to become permanent, like I'm really going to cry. Like, because I, and I'm not an anti-masker. I can't stress that enough. Like I wear I, my mask. I respect the know, mask. We know, But I'm not going to lie and say I like it. Like I literally hate it so fucking much. So what the fuck do we do? Yeah. So he said it like, because I'm sure, you know, it's the timing is a little precarious for this new high-tech mask. Okay. His new role as a mask designer comes as some states have started lifting mandatory mask mandates amid the rise of COVID vaccinations. Still, some experts say Americans won't be setting masks aside anytime soon. Oh, what do the experts say? Will I am said to the New York Times, SARS happened in Japan and Southeast Asia and they got over it and they still wear masks. So I guess the hope Yeah, but that's a cultural thing. They've worn masks in Asian countries for as long as I can remember. Yeah, no, We've the never. hope for him is that like people post-COVID will still want to wear masks. Okay, I, I agree because COVID was terrible, can't, but can't I'm not going to be one of those people. No. I really, like that's, I'm looking forward to going to concerts and never wearing a mask again. Like dead seriously, like I fucking hate masks. Yeah. But I believe that we should wear them. Like I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Until it's but time. But I'm not looking for like bigger, better Yeah, I just masks. feel like the time for masks like might be up sooner rather than later. No, like, so. It should be on the decline. decline. Yeah. So I just think like if he had launched this a year ago, billion dollar company. Like huge mistake, Will I am Huge. Mm-hmm. So that's what my thoughts are. I agree. Um, okay, we're going to recap Real Housewives of Dallas and then dive into Dear Toasters. And the Real Housewives of Dallas recap is brought to you by Flex. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and keep you moving. First product is the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One of the Flex Discs can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period products you've seen before. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Your white sheets will thank you. Flex Discs... It's hard to say. Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so you can consider using Flex your environmental good deed. And if you want to go completely zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup in the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy and you already know how to use it. It's disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. It's velvety soft, completely body safe, and lasts for years with helpful videos in-depth diagrams gifs and flexperts you can walk through the entire process with their experts and you'll never have to go back to products from the past once you try flex so say goodbye to period say goodbye to cramps 
Put sex back on the table and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com toast and use the code toast for 20% off the Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup, plus free U.S. shipping. That's code toast at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com toast, flexfits.com toast. Love it. Okay, Real Housewives of Dallas. So I really felt like Real Housewives of Dallas this week was a really good episode because it gave me like what I really ex- wanted when I started watching Real Housewives of Dallas. Like, country girls. And they weren't being like prissy about anything. Like, the fishing, the off-roading, the Bigfoot hunting, the house. Like, it was the RV. Like, when the RV pulled up and Brandy got in the driver's seat, like, I was shocked. No, it was hysterical. And then Deandra could drive it, too. There were so many great, like, visuals during the episode. Like, the girls in the RV, the girls fishing. Like, when there are three of them sitting on the rock, like, laughing, crying. Drinking Michelob Ultra. And Brandy falls in and (gasps) Tiffany's wearing her umbrella hat. Like, that was just, like an amazing visual and when brandy fell in like for me that was the pinnacle of the episode one because i laughed so hard when those guys were like pulling her out by her overalls and i didn't realize the reason why she fell was because water got inside her overall she literally could have drowned and two the reason she got in the water is because she thought she could just grab the fish that carrie snapped off of like it was just the perfect like kind of southern moment for me no i agree and like typically if i were on that trip i probably would have lean towards going to the wine experience which was so atrocious like i thought the same thing i'm like there's no way i would have chosen fishing and then after i was like those girls had a better day 100 percent, and they got home earlier not even because the wine was like bathtub wine like (laughs) even if they had just been like at a vineyard literally made in wine even in a bathtub even if they had just been at like a vineyard that was like what we like an think elegant. of as a vineyard and they're just sitting around drinking wine like the fishing looked more fun I know even like, though they had to like hike to the fish and I was like I don't know no and this. the fact that like this fishing expedition was so like obviously fun looking but it seemed like an, an emotionally like liberate healing. healing experience like Carrie came away from it a, she did an about face yeah. like from the morning to like crying to Stephanie being so sorry and then Tiffany had such a wonderful moment where she was like realized she had girlfriends and then in her confessional she was like you're not like re- pledging the sorority like you're in, in. like yeah I agree like like I, it just was so it was such a heartwarming moment it was like in the day and they were just like doing the most in that day like they woke up so hungover up till three went fishing went to the winery came back and now they have the redneck relay like it's just a lot like Stephanie really jam-packed this trip but it's very clear that like all of the activities in like Oklahoma and the people are like so near and dear to Stephanie's heart. And I was not surprised that like, and Stephanie doesn't really kind of like start fights or take anything personally, but I was not surprised at all that she reacted the way that she did to Carrie being so unbelievably disrespectful and rude, acting like, acting like a beast towards this guy, Charles, who was just like a nice low key, not like simple guy who was just coming to like share his experience with, with the women. Like it was so, I like don't like die for Carrie. It was so disappointing and so disgusting and like I know exactly what Stephanie was feeling like she's like I invited this guy like I, it was my name like I invited him and like he left feeling humiliated humiliated he came on like and now he's gonna be on tv like with this woman saying you probably have, have a, a little penis pee-pee. like it was just embarrassing for him like and it's obviously embarrassing for Stephanie but like I didn't even invite this man to my trip in Oklahoma and I, I'm embarrassed I'm embarrassed I feel so weird I feel so like sad for him like that he just like came to like help like give these girls a fun night and this like not only the small pp comment but also like coming at him for like hunting. hunting shaming when it's like 
this is their way of life. Like, don't go into someone's community and, like, judge what they do. Like, that's what the lifestyle is. That's what they do in Oklahoma. And just, like, this air of superiority when it's like, are you a vegan? No. Right, you literally ate a hot dog 25 minutes ago. So someone else killed what you ate. That doesn't make you a better person than No, him. honestly, it makes you a coward. You couldn't even face the dog that you killed for your hot dog. <laughs> Pig, whatever. Yeah, actually, a hot dog is scrap meat. So it's actually a bunch of different animals. Oh, good. Okay, good carry. Yeah. That so, it really like, pissed me you, off. You weren't, like, doing anything by taking a stance against hunting when you are a meat eater and you just don't kill what you eat. Yeah. So I, like... I, I think she really thought she was doing something even the next day with fishing. Like, wait, my morals and ethics. Like, what are we doing with the fish? Like, I know. I think she was, like, trying to come off really good on the show and ended up, like, I, I just felt like her motivations for this trip were, like, to come off like a hero to the audience. And she ended up coming off like a villain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was so, so wrong. Next week, they bring him back. I know, which, like, gives me even more of a pit. Like, leave I, this poor man alone. I know, but, like, maybe they can make it right. Like, maybe if Carrie is very... um apologetic and contrite maybe they can have a great night with him you know hopefully knocking back some beers redneck really maybe he joins in on the fun okay like i hope so but like i'm like why is this man coming back like he's been humiliated enough no it, it literally like hurt it was me. so painful to it watch hurt me at my core at my core like terrible and on tv you oh, know like just humiliating in every way like i totally understood everything Stephanie was saying, everything she was feeling, the fact that she, like, spent the whole night crying. She's just, like, such a nice person. A hundred percent. And she's, like, so unique because nice is boring, but she's not boring. Like, she planned an amazing party. She's friends with all of the women. Like, she is so rich. Like, she's really, like, my favorite. And I just, like, she's so sensitive. And, like, I really felt exactly what she was feeling. Yeah, but she also, like, doesn't speak up a lot. So when she does, like, Take sit it down and listen, Carrie. No, Carrie, like, literally coming in, Deandra, your eggs look disgusting. And then laughing while, like, Stephanie's been crying all night. Like, Out laughing in her face. Out of control. And, I mean, the only different, like, the only thing is that I don't know how Stephanie was, like, so forgiving, even though Carrie was, like, so upset Visibly with herself. Visibly apologetic. But the problem is that, like, Carrie probably wouldn't have done any of that stuff if she was sober. Um, and so now it's just, like, the question, like, she really becomes a different person when she drinks. And that's, like, we've seen that sometimes on Housewives, where it's, like, you're literally a completely different person at night than you are in the morning, and it makes it, like, difficult to follow a storyline because you're inconsistent, like in how you feel so well, not even on the storyline it's like if you're friends with someone and you love them sober and you can't stand them drunk and they drink a lot yeah and a lot of, like what do you do no I know it's like difficult yeah I don't know I wouldn't be able to just like Groundhog's Day every morning pretend like the day before like didn't, didn't happen. happen right so that's what I feel like we're getting into almost like a cycle with Carrie and that's gonna be like annoying it's gonna be a challenge yeah, yeah. And she's I but it does seem like when aside from in the morning but like when she apologized about the eggs comment which was a trivial comment i didn't i wasn't i waiting. didn't even think anything of i it. wasn't waiting like it was no when she said it i was like you're so fucking mean yeah but that's um, just her but i wasn't waiting for an apology so it does seem like she's capable of, of acknowledging her wrong which is huge unlike wonder and Lo- during the medley yeah like she's the pinnacle of like why being such an absolute beast with no remorse gets you kicked off a show. And so Carrie was a beast, but she also had remorse. So we have no choice but to respect that. We really do. We really do. So if she can make things right with um, the Bigfoot Hunter, I can move forward. I just, um, 
I'm really liking this trip. Like, I'm looking forward to next week. I think this was, like, a really good trip for the women. Oh, these women have so much stamina. I know. I cannot believe it. The fact that they drove eight hours and then they were up, like, having dinner until 1 a.m. And then they went Bigfoot hunting. Like, what? No, I know. Stephanie, like, jam-packed the fuck out of this trip. Yeah. That- and who knew, like, Georgia was so close to Oklahoma? I mean, I guess a lot of people probably know that, but I do not. Texas, you mean? What did I say? Georgia. Yeah, Texas and Oklahoma. Sorry. Yeah, they. I think I believe they share a border. But it was, like... A long an eight hour trip in an RV and they like were driving like terribly like I'm sure a normal person could have gotten there in six yeah well it depends where in Texas you're coming from and where in Oklahoma you're yeah going. yeah that's true um but all in all it was actually a good episode and I've been pretty hard on the Dallas Housewives thus far because it's been like a mediocre season but things seem like they might be turning around a trip always picks things up always and this is like just a good trip like this is this is what I wanted like I wanted Dallas Housewives to be fighting about Christ and doing red, like not to be so stereotypical, but like that's what I wanted. Like yeah. I wanted fights about church and going to Oklahoma. Like that's what I live for because that is not the entire, but that's a lot of what goes on in the South. Yeah, but I was getting very stressed out at some of like this trip, just the stamina that's required, the hungoverness. Like, I know. The everybody sharing rooms, like sharing beds too. Yeah, which is, it's a big house. No, I know. I thought it was a cute house. I thought it was really cute. I feel like we should go. No, that was literally my next thought, like looking it up. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that was the Dallas recap, and now we can dive into Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment. So we do this every Wednesday here at the Morning Toast. It's called Dear Toasters, and if you ever want to write in all of these all of these submissions are from our listeners. Toasters at gmail.com is the email. We can keep it anonymous. We can change names. You let us know. And also, if you've written us in recently, make sure to send us an uh, update. Mm. Okay, first up, dear toasters, you are beautiful, stunning. You are beautiful, smart. No, we're not. You are stunning, smart, beautiful, and everything of the sort. I come to you, my gurus, because I need serious help on this issue with my boyfriend. Here's some background. We've been dating for over a year and we live together. We're 26 years old. My boyfriend can be controlling. He's very jealous and possessive and has made me burn bridges with a lot of men from my past, some hookups and flings, but mostly just guy friends. I didn't necessarily want to do this, this, but it was a compromise I made. Oh my God, sorry. I'm having such a hard time reading today. No worries. Take your time. You know when I said I thought I might, I might be dyslexic? Mm-hmm. I'm like having like, like words are like moving. Let me see. Let me see. Maybe it's the size of the font. No, no. It's the same as always. I'm just like, Let my eyes it's are doing weird things. Like. Yeah, eyes could be weird sometimes. Yeah, okay. When you're trying to focus so like intently yes, on something, okay. they mix you up. I didn't necessarily want to do this, but it was a compromise I made to make the relationship work. Now, imagine my frustration when I noticed my boyfriend is still in contact with his ex's family. He regularly Snapchats his ex's brother, and they even hung out recently. He also Snapchats the sister, and she DM responds to, like, everything he posts on Instagram. He dated his ex for about 10 years, starting in middle school, so he uses, I grew up with them, we're close, as his reason for keep talking to them. His ex has moved on, living with another guy. They broke up three years ago, so I'm not worried about her. I just find it unfair that he thinks he can talk to people from his past when I can't. He thinks that all my male friends just want to sleep with me, and that's just really not true. Am I being crazy and petty that I don't want him to talk to his ex's family, especially if if I'm being so restricted? on who I'm allowed to talk to. What do you think? Love and extremely annoyed toaster. No, no, you're not being dramatic at all. You're not being dramatic at all. Like, I really am so sorry to you and I'm sorry to this man, but I hate your boyfriend. Hate your boyfriend. Hate, hate, hate. Like, first, when he's being controlling and, like, doesn't want you to um, talk to exes or have guy friends, like, that's fucking weird and, like, we were gonna, we were gonna work on that. But the fact that then he is literally still in contact with his ex of 10 years' family, like, the hypocrisy, at least... Wait, I had a problem with it even before the hypocrisy. if you're gonna be crazy, be consistent. Yeah, be consistent, like, Apply those same standards to yourself. 
But if you're holding one person to one standard, that crazy fucking standard, and then being so lax with yourself, the inconsistency, it's going to be a no from me. It's going to be the... Sorry. It's the inconsistency for for me. me. And so now you need to look inward and ask yourself if you can live without this man because I think that maybe you should. Yeah, because I think even before, like, the fact that he was being so hypocritical, before that, like, anyone who restricts who you can talk to, like, there's, there's being controlling... And I'm, I am controlling. But then there's being possessive. And I don't think that's a good quality, especially in a man. And I think it's like a, it's a, it's just a big red flag. It's, so. a, it's a red flag, but, and, and it's something that needs to be worked through and worked on. But if you hadn't said the second half of the story, I would have been like, okay, if you guys are just in this kind of like controlling relationship where you guys don't talk to, like, I would assume he didn't have right. females that he's talking to. Like, maybe that's something that you can work on together. Maybe a little bit of counseling or you talking to him, explaining like something, you know, I wouldn't just set, throw in the towel. But like the fact that he is a fucking inconsistent controlling mess, I'm not interested for you. I, I really hate this man. And I hate this man. And um, I'm sorry if that's not like what you wanted to hear. Me, but, but if you're writing to us, like you knew something is amiss. I'm sorry. Something I hate is this amiss. Man. And I just, I, I feel like we never give the advice to like break up with someone. No, we really always try to make it work. But I don't like any bit of this. And if you're like the fabulous toaster that you are, you deserve, deserve so, so much, much better. better to live free. Like that's not normal. 10 years from middle school yeah like get a life we're like old now okay next up dear claudia and jackie i'm having in-law family drama Mm -hmm. a few months ago my husband and i planned a small family dinner for our daughter's birthday nothing fancy just pizza and birthday cake it was sounds like the best party ever i was at ice cream cake It was supposed to be our parents and siblings only. Due to COVID, we wanted to keep it small but still celebrate her birthday. My mother-in-law brought my husband's grandmother without telling us as we didn't invite any of the grandparents. I was a little annoyed that she did this. She seemed to think it was okay because his grandmother is only one person when I still have all four of my grandparents living and I'm very close to them. A few days after the dinner, my husband gets a call from his cousin asking what happened at our daughter's birthday party. Mind you, it was not a party. My husband was confused by this and asked what they were talking about as nothing dramatic happened at the dinner. His cousin tells him that their grandmother said I was rude to her and I didn't greet her and no one talked to her the whole time and that the cousins have nothing to say to me and won't associate with me because I was rude to his grandmother. When my husband came to me with this, I was taken aback and hurt as I did not do anything to his grandmother. I didn't hug her as I usually would pre-COVID, but with COVID, I was trying to keep my distance. Everyone saw that I wasn't rude to the grandmother at the birthday dinner, so I was a little confused by this. Fast forward a few months later, now that some of us are vaccinated, this cousin is now making it a point not to invite me and my husband to family outings or outdoor barbecues. My My husband's cousin makes it a point to invite all the other cousins except for us. It really doesn't hurt my feelings, as I personally don't care, but I can tell it bothers my husband that our daughter's being left out of time with her family am i crazy or am i in the middle of some petty situation for something i didn't do it wrong should i apologize for something i didn't do what do you suggest i could really use your help on this sincerely a confused toaster so like part of me like wants to be petty but also like you have a daughter and like it's really is not fair that like they're leaving her out of cousin events because like cousins are an integral part of your childhood so as much as i want you to be like i love that you don't care because like it's your husband's family like i'm so glad we don't also have to like placate your feelings of like you know no like like, living for your realism (laughs) Um, But it's not fair to your daughter. You're right. So honestly, like, family's tough, but just, like, do what you have to do to make it right because you don't care, so great. Yeah, I would say, like... Not caring is the best thing. It doesn't sound like you need to apologize because still, like, I don't see what you did wrong and, like, this dramatic granny, like, needs to, like... The dranny? (laughs) The dranny, like, I just... 
I can't believe a granny could be so dramatic and no, like I know. And, and she and must be, be so like petty and focused. Calculated. <laughs> no, it's like it's just it's the kid's birthday. Like she hugged you, she it's didn't a, hug you. Like, also, like, no offense, grandma, like it's not about you. No, I know. So like and it sounds like granny has like a lot of great grandchildren and she's being petty grandma. Like, right, it's her husband's grandmother, therefore it's her, her daughter's great grandma. Right. Yeah. So you would think like she's above the drama, but no, she's not. No, Fine. also at some point, like in age, like you do get to be above the drama just because you're like literally too old for it. But I kind of admire the hell out of great granny over here because she's like, you know, kicking it in her nineties and making still, it all about her. Still starting drama. It's all yeah. about granny. That's actually like what I aspire to be. Like such a self absorbed grandma, <laughs> like making every kid's birthday party about me. Hundred percent. But you don't want your husband to be feeling some type of way. You don't want your kid to miss out on these times. So just like do you confront do? wherever the issue is coming from. Be like, listen, I don't want there to be animus between the family. Like, I'm sorry that granny felt some type of way. I was just trying to. Don't even make it about like my grandparents weren't invited. Just be like, I was trying to obey COVID yeah, restrictions. Wait, but even though like that's right. where I thought you were going with this. And that really bothered but me too. But because you don't care, you don't actually need to like share how you're feeling. You no, know, but the fact that you have four grandparents and they couldn't be at your daughter's party, but somehow like other grandma from the in-laws got invited like that bothers me but if you bring that up then you're you're telling granny that she was right that you did feel some type of way and that you did treat her differently because you were upset no no no, i'm saying don't bring that up but i have a i just wanted to like not let that slide like i have a big fucking problem but now like you've been saying that you didn't treat granny some type of way so you can't you can't justify i treat i was weird to granny because i felt some type of way no be like i literally was not weird to granny like i was so glad she came and like i'm so sorry if like my covid like say like my social i'm just like feeling socially awkward and i didn't no, like this is like so not a big deal. No, like, so not your cousins deal. are being so fucking dramatic. The advice is to squash it. Say what you need to say. Get the kid back in the parties. Yeah. Move on. No, like poor little Amabel is being <laughs> is being left out of the cousin festivities, and that's not okay because the nibblings are waiting for Amabel. Yeah, and it's like not fair to the nibblings that they're not getting to hang out with your amazing kid. Yeah, and I bet Amabel has like such amazing energy. Hundred percent. Okay, this is our first, our final one. Good you know morning. what you need to do you need to tell granny it's not that deep no literally grandma like it and also grandma it's not about you like that's really the moral of the story it doesn't here. sound like granny's gonna respond to that no 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 oh, okay no. long time listener first time caller love you in the show so much and this is why your advice is very pertinent to my situation okay last week there was a pga golf tournament in my neighborhood needless to say a good time was had by all love to hear unfortunately, it unfortunately i found myself in the middle of some drama there was a couple who are new to the neighborhood oh this neighborhood sounds like everything it sounds like the beginning of an amazing book yeah yes there was a couple who are new to the neighborhood Jen and Ted they were fighting all weekend long at different events in the tournament Jen found dating apps on Ted's phone and messages proving he'd been cheating on her right before the weekend cuts to Saturday night and he shows up to a party with a single girl from our neighborhood that we all know Betty oh my god this really does sound like a book Betty was definitely overserved and had no idea this guy was in a relationship with Jen and that they were having drama. It turned into a huge fight and they made a scene and they were all kicked out of the party. Later that night, I found myself in a conversation with Ted at another party where my husband and I were casually hanging with close friends. Ted started to mouth off about his exploits and I had had enough. I told him he was a loser and no one in town respects him and a few other and a few other mean, albeit true, comments. He proceeds to find my husband and tell him what a bitch I am. Then they get into a fight because, oh my God. Then they get into a fight because my husband was defending me and Ted punches my husband in the face. We leave the party and I was so embarrassed and upset about the whole thing. Well, my husband and I tried to not talk about it all week or glorify fighting, so we kept it pretty quiet. But all week I was getting calls from people telling me lots of gossip and the story somehow turned into that, I punched Ted. 
If only. What should I do? Leave it alone, clear my name. I'm so over being in this drama, but at the same time, I don't want my name sullied all over my new, all over my somewhat small town. A toaster seeking justice. Before we get in, I need to know where you live because this is the life I want. Mm -hmm. I want to have golf tournaments on the weekend with tons of parties where men are fighting over women and men are cheating. Like, I want this Wisteria Lane drama. We went from one party to the next and at this party it was close circle friends and at that party they were kicked out. It's like, where are you living that there's multiple parties per week? I could barely find one party to go to. 100%. Let us know. Um, Here's my advice. Like, you're in a small town. It sounds like you and your husband, like, you run this town. That's what it sounds like to me. Based on... I didn't get that vibe. Oh, really? Like, not at all. No, it's like Ted and Jen are new. Did you even say they were married or they're just a couple that's, like, probably broken up because he's cheating on her? Uh, They are a couple. I say. Like, I think, you like, if the story comes your way and someone's, like, saying, I heard this, like, definitely correct them. But don't worry about letting everyone know because, like, Ted sounds like a literal monster and he's going to let his color show to everyone. And he has more to prove to the town than you do. You said it's your hometown. No, it's like the cream always rises. The truth will come out. And Ted's going to show who he is to other people. And then people are going to start to see, like, you were just... Um, a victim of the situation. And by the way, you should reach out and maybe make an ally with Jen, not only because you were defending her, but like also now you have a common enemy. Yeah. Todd. Yeah, Ted. Ted. Yeah. So um, I would just say, correct anyone like who's coming to you incorrect. But don't Um, go like on a mission to. Yeah, wait for it to play out because Ted's going to expose himself. Don't you worry about it. Trash always take themselves out. Mm -hmm. Do we learn nothing from the Facebook group? (laughs) Um, Good luck to you. And again, can't stress enough. Where do you live? Yeah. That's the takeaway. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. And to everyone who didn't write us an update, every week I like get my cards thinking we're going to have an update and we don't. Please email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. If we, in the last year, have read a query of yours on this show, I would love to hear how things worked out. Please email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. And again, if you're just looking for some good old advice, got something you got trouble deciding on, deartoasters at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's our show. That is our show. We will see you tomorrow for another one of our shows. It'll be ours, right? Yeah, I think it won't be anyone else's. How could it be? It's ours. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are we hope you have an amazing day don't forget to hump someone you love we will see you tomorrow bye goodbye goodbye